Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to another T2 Hubcast. It's me, Martin Johnson, back again. Uh, And uh, today I wanted to jump in and um, I was delivering a sales workshop recently with a a small group of salespeople. There was about seven salespeople in the room. And um, we were going through a segment of our sales training that uh, just struck a chord with me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to have to jump in and record a podcast on this for the listeners on the hub. Um, The segment we were focusing on was in, in part, as part of the sales training day was what I call or what we call sales styles. And it's getting uh, salespeople to explore the type of salesperson that they are. And what I mean by that is there is more than one way to sell. And there are there is more than one personality type who is good at selling, right? So we've got very analytical, process-driven, focused, methodical salespeople who do really well. We also have very uh, let's say not disorganized, but scatty, but very creative, uh, you know, expressive salespeople who do very well. We've got the amiable, um, you know, peacekeeping mediator salesperson who does really well. So there's more than one way to skin the cat in sales, as many people will know. But we've uh, observed and worked with hundreds of sales teams and salespeople, and we've we can identify. Uh, with six different styles in particular that we that we come across in terms of how you can be successful in sales. And I want the listeners who are listening to this to take heart from it because whether you're slightly more introverted uh, and quiet and reserved than some of the rest of the sales folk in your business, uh, that doesn't matter. You can be you can really excel in sales. Whether you're a brash, extroverted, confident type of salesperson, you know, equally you can do as well. So But what we want to do is we want to explore the different sales styles and talk through them and how they generally operate and where their strengths lie and if there's anything where there are opportunities to potentially build on and hopefully whichever one of the sales styles you resonate with listening to this hubcast, then you can maybe take a few tips away. So in general, we believe here at T2 that there are six types of salespeople, six sales styles. I'm going to talk through them one, one by one. And as I say, I'll give you some strengths, give you some areas to build on. So the first type of sales style or salesperson we will come across is what we call the machine gunner, the machine gunner. Now, the machine gunner is a total activity merchant, hence the term, the machine gunner. It's like pounds the phones or the meetings, lots of meetings, usually does well, but can be a top performer with a little bit more focus because the machine gunner tends to sort of spray enough bullets around that hopefully they will get something, right? They they attend multiple meetings. Their, their, their activity is far higher in terms of volume than most of the salespeople. And for them, it really is a numbers game. The numbers do the talking. If you have X amount of opportunities in the pipeline, then you will surely... Uh, as a as a law of averages, you know you will you will convert some of those sales. So through sheer activity, machine gunners tend to do well, right? 
But like I said, they can be a, a more consistent top performer if at times they recognize where it will serve them well to apply a little bit of focus around some of their opportunities um, and, and, and some of the accounts they're working on. So machine gunners, high activity merchants, it's, it's a numbers game. They're sort of new business hunters. They're, they're lots of activity, lots of opportunities, lots of meetings. And as a result of that, the, uh, the results come. Second type of sales style I'm going to I'm going to talk about is the snipers. Now, unlike the machine gunners, the snipers are if you think about it the polar opposites uh, as a sales as salespeople. Snipers are very focused um and methodical. They they focus on one target, one opportunity, one account at a time. They tend to have a much higher conversion rate than the machine gunner per opportunity. Um, but again, their their opportunity is different to the machine gunner. They could be a more consistent top performer if if they actually just increased a little bit of what they what they do because pipeline can be a challenge for the sniper. The sniper tends to not focus on more than two, three or four opportunities at any one time. Now this can be this is this is a catch twenty two because the reason the sniper is so good is because they like to work opportunities. Usually with a sniper as well, what we do see in terms of data is that their average sale price or size of deal is bigger than the average uh, size of the deal of a machine gunner. Machine gunners are going after you know entry level sales. Um, uh, get the get the first piece of revenue, get the sale on the board, and then we'll go again. Whereas snipers are looking at it a bit more methodically. How can we how can we start off on the on the front foot and on with the biggest possible deal we can or the right deal? So snipers are very focused and methodical, and they're very successful at doing this. And this is what I want to say to any sales managers listening to this, or any any people who resonate with being a sniper themselves. Sometimes the mistake we make is we try to rush the sniper. We try to push the sniper into doing more. And if you think about that, that's a fundamental flawed philosophy because if you take away the sniper's strength, i.e. you must, you know, you must be doing adding two new opportunities per week into the pipeline or you must be doing more meetings or whatever it might be. If you take away the sniper's strength, then you are risking pushing them out of their comfort zone and into something where they're not going to thrive and also then damaging and inhibiting what you're currently getting from them as a sniper. Um, so snipers operate in a way which is completely different to the machine gunner. Is that good or bad? No, it's not. It's just different, but it can be highly successful. So you've got machine gunners, high activity merchants, pound the phones, lots of meetings, usually do well, but with a little bit more focus at times, they could convert more and become more consistent. You've got snipers who are the total opposite and they focus on one or two opportunities at a time. The, 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 they can be very successful at that. They can drive a higher... Um, you know, a higher amount of revenue per deal. Um, however, the risk with a sniper is if they don't pull off their one or two opportunities, they have no plan B, literally at the end of a month or a quarter. We'll come back to those in a short while. So the third sales style that we come across is the pretenders. The pretenders. Now, let me just describe what I mean by the pretenders. The pretenders want all of the rewards but just don't put in the effort. 
they generally have low activity, a million excuses, and as a result, they almost always correlate with low performance. The pretenders are those salespeople in our teams, in our organizations, who talk the talk but fail to walk the walk. And what they do very early on is they become a victim of their environment very quickly, a victim of their circumstance, and start to blame a lack of resources for a lack of their success. And if, if you, you can all think of somebody you either worked with or who's worked for you who would fit this, this category, pretenders want all of the rewards and the accolades, uh, but they just don't put in the effort. With snipers and machine gunners, at least they know who they are and what they put in to get, get something out. Right. And, the, and in their own ways, they graft hard. You know, a sniper doesn't graft any less than, than, a, than a machine gunner does. It's just different types of graft. Right. It's different types of input. However, the pretender does very little. They, they somehow have an uncanny knack of painting the picture that they are busy or uh, coming across like they are busy. But when you actually look under the covers, they're not doing a great deal. Now, pretenders present a big challenge to sales managers, right? I mean, ultimately, the sales metric is the figure we are looking at, and that's where pretenders always fall short. Um, But quite frankly, it is a sales style. These people will simply move from organization to organization or from team to team, you know, landing sales roles, being fantastic in interviews, uh, only to be found out probably within 12 to 18 months, sometime sooner. Now, it's a mindset thing, right? It's probably a lack of skills as well, but most often than not, a pretender has got themselves in such a fixed mindset that they are unwilling to acknowledge that their input and the the way they operate is part of the issue. And until they do, they will always be a pretender. Biggest tip to sales managers out there listening to this is, you know, you can work with all of the other sales styles that I'm going to talk, that I'm talking you through. But if you feel like you have a pretender in your sales team, then you must deal with it. You must be strong and you must deal with that. If you are listening to this yourself and you've and you're a salesperson and by your own admission, you may have got yourself into the mindset of um, you know, blaming a lack of resources, blaming the organization, blaming training, blaming equipment, blaming your territory, then you've just got to take a step back listening to this hubcast and you've got to try and get yourself out of that mindset and start working with people and collaborating with people to drive up sales performance. So we've got snipers, we've got machine gunners, we've got the pretenders. The fourth sales style I'm going to introduce you to is what we call the in-betweeners for anybody who's seen the TV show, but the in-betweeners, right? Let me explain what we mean by this. The in-betweeners, they vary in performance, but usually do well. They struggle to find an identity or style and are often that or a small adjustment away from being a true rock star. So the in-betweeners... don't they're not as easy they can't box themselves as a salesperson like maybe a sniper or a sniper stroke account manager can or a new business hunter stroke machine gunner right the in-between is sort of they're 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 change changing every day one week they can be high activity merchants the next week they can be focusing on one big proposal etc they sort of flutter and uh to from activity to activity now Sometimes if you can get that right, that means that you're you know, you're quite diverse as a salesperson. But the problem with in-betweeners is sometimes they, they, they flutter and change and skip to different activities and styles so much that they fail to actually commit to anything and be productive. 
So in-betweeners out there usually do well because, again, they straddle a lot of different approaches and, and in the end, it sort of works for them. But if they want to become real productive, they need to start finding a way and an identity on what best suits them as a salesperson. If you're listening to this and you 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 feel, yeah, I'm a little bit of an in-betweener, um, you know, look back at your results, look back at your sales performance over the last year and a half. What is it that generally works for you? Are you more of a sniper? Are you more of a machine gunner? Um, or are you quite happily straddling the two uh, where it's situationally relevant, but you just need to get a bit structured and organized and, and prepared and planned doing the activities so it's, it, it works for you rather than just being reactive and finding yourself doing many different things. <clears throat> so they're, they're the in-betweeners. Just a little bit of an identity, a bit of an organization away from being able to, to really push on. The fifth sales style I'm going to share with you on this hubcast is what we call the octopus on roller skates. If you can imagine an octopus on roller skates, they are going in every direction but forward. Now, let me tell you something in sales. I'd say 99.9% of us who have ever operated in sales have been an octopus on roller skates at some point. In fact, it's probably a weekly occurrence, even for some of the other sales styles. Because the, the nature of sales is, is demand-driven, it's frantic, you're, you're juggling multiple activities, you're straddling the process and the systems and the administration side with the human element of sales and the meetings and the relationships. It's chaotic. It, you, there's no set working hours. You can be working in the office for nine hours and feel like you've got nothing done. Therefore, you're working into the evenings and on the weekends and in the car on the way home. It's a never-ending thing. So the octopus on roller skates definition is a salesperson who is working frantically, juggling lots of different activities and often gets pulled in different directions. Like the octopus on roller skates, you feel like there's a lot of energy going into it, but you're not making any progress. <clears throat> now, I know at this point, listening to this hubcast, there will be people smiling on and thinking, that is bloody me, right? I am the octopus on roller skates. Now, what I would say about this style is it's never a fixed uh, permanent thing. Like I said, you could be a machine gunner, a sniper, whatever it may be, an in-betweener. But at times, we all get dragged into being the octopus on roller skates. And you know what? It doesn't serve anybody well. If you feel that this is describing you at the minute, the good news is you can get out of it. The good news is, is with a bit of focus, a bit of, a bit of uh, you know, time management, uh, making a few decisions, taking a few actions and saying no to some people and some things, you can start to drag yourself back out of the being the octopus on roller skates and focusing on the things that are going to contribute to what you need to achieve. Right. If you need to lock yourself away in in, a, in an office and prospect for the morning, if you need to work from home to get that proposal or that tender or that bid done, if you have to make some changes to stop being the octopus on roller skates for the short term, the midterm, whatever it might be, you've got to do that. And sales leaders and managers, you've got to recognize if your salespeople are becoming the octopus on roller skates, driven by your organization, driven by the demand for metrics, the demand for <clears throat> for activity and systems and administration and all of the other stuff that we 
that we pile on salespeople. We've got to give people space and time to breathe and do what we want them to do, which is sell and make money for the organization and delight customers, right? We can't do that if we are operating as the octopus on roller skates. So that's the fifth sales style. And of course, the sixth and last sales style I'm going to share with you on this hubcast is the rock stars. The rock stars. Now, I've talked about machine gunners. I've talked about snipers. I've talked about the in-betweeners, the pretenders, and the octopus on roller skates. Well, the rock stars, the sixth and final type of style, you can imagine are a dream, right? If you're sat out there, you might resonate with this. If, if you're a rock star, <clears throat> you know, you'll you'll be sat with a smile on your face. If, you've got, if you're a sales leader or manager, you know, you will be able to identify the people in your team who fit the bill. So rock stars are incredibly capable. They balance most aspects of sales extremely well and are consistent top performers. And that's the key here with rock stars, right? You know you have a rock star if they're able to deliver month after month, quarter after quarter. You know, some of the other sales styles like machine gunners, snipers, in-betweeners, they have great months and quarters and they're not so great months and quarters. And it's a roller coaster of performance. Over the course of the year, most of the other sales, um, even octopus on roller skates, right? Most of the other sales styles, barring the pretenders, tend to cut the number over the course of the year, right? But it's a roller coaster of emotions and performance. Your rock stars can do it month in, month out. They have formed habitual patterns of behavior and activity that allow them to deliver month on month, quarter on quarter. You know, they they are the, the one or two salespeople who everybody else looks at thinking, how do you do that, right? And they're a rarity because, you know, they really are. And usually snipers and machine gunners and in-betweeners, after a period of, of finding their way in sales, end up being a rock star through experience and adjustment. Um, and anybody can push into that box, but your rock stars are your best people. And what I want to say on, on this hubcast is if you're a rock star, you've got to keep challenging yourself because even the buzz of sales and, uh, and, and the hunger of achievement can wane when it becomes the norm. And that's why many rock stars uh, look for progression. And in organization, organizations, they tend to to promote their rock stars into sales management positions. And two things happen here, right? The first thing is you lose your best sales people and your best sales performance off the floor. Um, and the second thing is, is rock stars are usually rock stars because they operate incredibly well in isolation or alone, right? They're unconsciously competent when their destiny is in their own hands. So when they start having to deal with people and teams and colleagues and peers and stakeholders in the business and customers and all of this into the mix and politics, right? When they have to deal with all that, they don't thrive as much. And we've seen it time and time again where the rock star is promoted to the sales manager and don't make a great sales leader or manager. So they end up going back down on the bag, right? So just, just be aware of this. But rock stars still need to be challenged. It doesn't always mean it has to has to be result in being the next manager. But You've got to nurture your rock stars. And we've got to, as a rock star, we've got to keep challenging ourselves. Um, but it doesn't always mean we have to jump straight into sales leadership or management because we've seen people fall foul of that before. So they're the six sales styles. Let me just recap them 
and I want you to think when you when you finish listening to this hubcast, which best describes you, and um, and make some slight adjustments that might allow you to be who you are in sales, but just take a step outside of your box when it's situationally relevant. So the machine gunner, you're a total activity merchant. You rely on numbers. Nobody questions your work ethic or your number of calls or your number of meetings or your pipeline or you're first in the office, last out the office, you're working out of hours. Nobody questions that, right? But at times, and it works for you in certain sense, but at times you often need to slow down a little without changing who you are and start dedicating a little bit more focus to certain opportunities and certain um, clients uh, and proposals, etc. So you can either drive higher revenue from your opportunities, bigger deals, or you can actually convert some of the ones that are not converting through a little bit more patience and diligence. Machine gunners also uh, have the ability to close aggressively and close quickly, but they can also piss clients off. Believe me, I was a machine gunner. You can try; We can try and close the sale too quickly in our impatience and eagerness to move on to the next opportunity. So just think about that. Snipers. Snipers, you are methodical, you are focused, you are more like account managers or client directors. You tend to focus on... On, on bigger accounts, bigger opportunities. You maybe have two or three things bubbling at any one time. Um, and if they drop, you're, you're a superstar, right? If they don't, you can have that, um, you know, inconsistency in performance where you might do a fantastic uh, few months with big deals and then you'll have nothing for a month or two because the pipeline's small. So, so your opportunity is just to understand and ensure that it's always it's okay to come out of your diligence and your process sometimes and diarize prospecting time. Because if you don't, you will become consumed. Snipers become consumed with the proposal, the tender, the deal, the customer, the situation. They can spend a whole week on one thing, right? So if you don't diarize some time to get your head out of that and say, do you know what? I'm going to look for one or two new opportunities this week or bring something, something fresh in. You won't do it. So snipers just have to dedicate that time. But snipers, listen to me, right? The, uh, having led, um, led senior sales, field sales, client directors and account managers managing multi-million dollar accounts in a, in a global consultancy, having had them reporting into me for a number of years, the best salesperson I ever had, she was a sniper. And she, she always perform, outperformed the machine gunners and the, and the rest of the sales styles. But every now and then she did have a, a, a blank month. But on the whole, right, she delivered. So snipers, don't, don't be changed or don't be influenced to be anything other than what you are. But understand the importance of not exposing yourself to those, to those months where you don't produce anything or that you have a huge dip because you've got no plan B. And the only way you're going to do that is to get your brain off what you're focusing and diarise some time. The in-betweeners. If you like straddling different approaches and styles, right? If you like to be at times dedicated time to be a machine gunner, but then when you've got the opportunity bubbling, you want to jump into the sniper position, etc. Do you know what? That could serve you really well. If you think about it, the in-betweener could be the perfect salesperson. In-betweeners very rarely jump into the sniper box or the machine gunner. They tend to transition into the rock star box because the moment they understand that with a bit of focus and understanding and time, 
right? And understanding when to apply and adapt these sales styles. They can be rock stars. That's when they transition into that. So in between us, just start defining how you're going to do things and stop being reactive and get proactive. And if you do, then you'll start finding a little bit more of an identity that works for you and you've got a better chance of pushing into the rock star box. The octopus on roller skates. If anybody is feeling like you are in that box at the moment or in times, you have got to start saying no to some things and some people. You have got to start writing a to-do list, making some priorities, taking some time out, working from home for a morning or an afternoon, locking yourself away in a private office. You have got to do the things you need to do today today. And that is the only way you're going to get out of the octopus on roller skates box. Speak to your manager. Managers, if you if you believe your people, help them. Help them get out of this box because the only way we are going to be truly productive is if we have some type of focus or plan, right? We cannot just go through. Yes, salespeople have to juggle many activities, right? But if they're just juggling them reactively uh, without any thought process, getting blindsided every hour, every minute, they can, they're not going to drive the levels of productivity and sales performance that we need them to do. And finally, pretenders, well, not finally because we've got rock stars, but pretenders, you know, all I'll say on this is managers, if you've got them, you've got to, you've got to speak openly, transparently, uh, offer the support. And if they, if, if people want to come on the journey, great. If not, we've got to deal with that. Pretenders, if you're listening to this and you can honestly identify with it, make a change, help yourself make a change and start collaborating and opening your mind to what <clears throat> is possible to drive, try, and, try and drive up performance. And do you know what? If it's not for you, if sales is not for you, if that's the issue, be honest. It might not be for you. Rockstars, keep doing what you're doing, of course, but you have to be challenged. You cannot just be left, right? You need nurturing as well. And quite often, you're the ones who gets the least amount of the manager's time. Um, if managers are listening to this, nurture you rock stars. It doesn't have to result in them being the next manager. If they want that and their their traits lend it lend themselves to being a good manager, then great. But how can we keep the rock star progressing and motivated and engaged, and not just be complacent with them, where we'll end up losing them to another organisation or, or, or competition or whatever it might be? So they're the six general sales styles. There's some tips in there. Think about who you are, what you are, how you operate. You know, there's no right or wrong. All of those styles, barring the pretender, can be successful, are successful. Even the octopus on roller skates can pull it out the bag. Um, so think about who you are and just what your slight adjustment might be to build upon what you are doing now. You can just get an extra 5 10% out of your time and your performance moving forward. Sales managers and leaders, think about who you've got in your team. Maybe a quick exercise to do after this hubcast is to write the initials or your team members down into the boxes I've just spoke about. Who are your snipers? Who are your machine gunners? Who are your in-betweeners? Who are your rock stars, right? Have you got anybody who does describe the octopus on roller skates? Have we got any pretenders? And if you have, start to think about are you coaching them and working with them and leading them in the way that best, you know, enables them to progress based on their sales style? Uh, and that could give you a few tips as well going forward. So hope that's been of use. Um, I'll finish this hubcast there. I'll come back. We'll do more on some sales stuff shortly. And yeah, I'll see you again um, for another T2 hubcast. 